Hello, patriots and other interested parties. I am Deep Cover Patriot, and the Republic stands. Today is Friday, April 2nd, 2021, and we are going to discuss the SITREP. Nothing in this episode should be taken as any of the following. Legal advice. I am not a lawyer. If you need one, call one. Medical advice. I am not a doctor. If you need one, call one. Financial or investment advice. I am not a banker or financial planner. If you need one, call one. And nothing in this episode should be taken as a call for violence or any unlawful action. Only by pursuing our rights under the Constitution can we keep the Republic from disintegrating. Everything the radical left does is geared towards dividing us and trying to set someone off to make a mistake. We cannot provide the regime with the optics that will give them the excuse to come down on us like a hammer. The hammer is coming without our help. So, folks, it looks like it's been a rather interesting week. We have had several events occur that are providing all of the ammunition for Trump derangement syndrome, including some made-up events. Uh, We had a Louis Farrakhan acolyte and this black nationalist follower of the Nation of Islam who went by the name of Noah X has been posting some rather interesting things to his Facebook account. The report that's most comprehensive is from wearechange.org and evidently what happened was the black nationalist crashed against a vehicle barrier trying to ram the gates around the Capitol, ran into a couple of Capitol policemen, and when he got out of the car carrying a machete, they shot him. I don't suppose the liberal left are going to now call for banning knives. As a matter of fact, I doubt they'll even report on this. But it's interesting to me that in the last couple weeks, we've had two incidents of hate and crime and murder perpetrated by non-white persons with a very left agenda. And somehow that does not fit the narrative and so watch the news coverage over the next few days and it will be more and more clear that regardless of what happens and who does it, any act of violence will somehow be linked to Trump and to those of us who support the Republic. The immigration crisis does not seem to be abating either, and I can promise you that this will lead to an increase in crime nationwide. Our problems, though, are beyond immigration. We have a government problem. Our Republic has been taken by coup. The sitting regime wants as much immigration, legal or otherwise, as it can get. These new additions to the America of the new normal will vote communist forever and do whatever they are told by the apparatchik who brought them here. They will be used to supplement the quasi-military tactical units of the deep state known as Antifa and BLM. Watch for a resurgent Hispanic separatist movement known as La Raza, L-A-R-A-Z-A, which has existed for a very long time, but 
primarily on the fringe, this will pick up steam. Once the white race is relegated to social and economic outcast status, which is what's happening right now, these people will be the backbone of the new labor force. Our resident people of color wouldn't work in a million years. They will continue to be supported by the state. So the state will be powered by and peopled by the radical left and the labor force will be peopled by illegal immigrants. White folks are going to be increasingly persecuted. We are going to continue to be attacked, arrested, harassed, fired, doxxed. Operation Choke Point, which was started by Barry Sotero and ended by Donald Trump and restarted by Premier Zayden, is a quasi-governmental program basically to allow companies engaging in financial commerce to legally discriminate against customers based on their perceived social status, which is why, for example, Andrew Torba has said that there are at least four or five banks that have refused to do business with Gab. And their stated position is that they don't want to financially involve themselves with a company that is not in the fold. And this is our new normal. With no one in opposition to them, the communists are firmly in control of all three branches of the federal government, as well as command and control of the Marines, the Army, the Air Force, the Navy, the National Guard, by request and by federalization, Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, Treasury, DEA, ATF, ICE, Customs and Border Patrol, Clowns in America, No Such Agency, FISA, and pretty much everyone else. The People's Congress is about to send Chairman Biden a bill to sign into law, H.R. 1. We've discussed it before. This will legalize the methods which were used to launch the coup on November 3rd of 2020. No more fair elections, ever. President Trump would never have allowed any of this. And none of us should have either. There are so many illegals coming into this country that they're basically being given envelopes full of cash, dropped off at the airport, and left to their own devices. They're also being airlifted and transported by bus all over the country dropping them off in the middle of the night, in the middle of town, coast to coast. And they are in such dire need of foster care that foster families are no longer being checked for background. They're no longer being vetted. As a matter of fact, foster homes are being cleared of good American families with foster children and they're putting them out onto the street to make room for all these illegals. Bring them in, give them homes, free health care, free education, free furniture and clothes, food stamps, welfare check, tax refunds and stimulus checks galore 
and they will all vote communist forever. Now, there is a lot going on in the world that has a direct impact on our future. Some of this is moves that China is making in the South China Sea in the Straits of Taiwan. China will most likely make a move on Taiwan in the coming weeks or months. The U.S. will not stand in China's way. For several weeks, Chinese cargo ships have been moving in vast numbers through every port, the Suez Canal being one. When the cargo ship Ever Given was stranded, hundreds of Chinese cargo ships were left to sit in the water as none could pass. And isn't it interesting that Ever Given is owned by a consortium of Japanese and Taiwanese investors. And then you have distractions such as the voter ID debate. There is no debate. There will not be voter ID. Okay? If you want to know what you're being distracted from, look at what you're being distracted with. Okay? There, there will not be, as long as the regime in power has any say, there will never be a national voter ID law. To vote in federal elections, you will not have to show ID. And any state that tries to implement that will be looked at as apostate, and they will be attacked. The full extent of the regime's willingness to persecute states has not been seen. I have a feeling we are about to see what they are willing to do with Florida. Texas got a taste of it with the weather anomaly. I have a feeling that Governor DeSantis may have to watch his six because I believe that the deep state may be coming after Florida, to make an example. And honestly, this polling that they're showing that the majority of black people believe that there should be voter ID, it doesn't matter. Do you really think that the regime cares what colored folks think, including white colored folks? Do, do, they, do you believe that they care at all what any of us think? All of these polls about blacks wanting voter ID are just another distraction. The deep state is doling out hopium of their own. And gullible sheep that we are, Americans are eating it up. Eating it up. And that's why we are where we are. Russia may have written the script, but this film is being directed by the Chinese. Remember that. I find it interesting that the Department of Justice has amended federal execution rules to allow death by hanging, electric chair, gas chamber, and firing squad. This was in November. The amended rule was entered into the Federal Register permitting the government greater flexibility to carry out capital punishment using any method prescribed by the law of the state in which a sentence was imposed. While lethal injection remains the most common means of execution and previously the only one permitted under federal regulations, the new rule will accommodate states that allow for alternative methods including death by electrocution, nitrogen gas, hanging, or firing squad. The proposed rule change was initially floated in August of 2020 with the Department of Justice accepting public comments for only 30 days, half of the period typically allotted, and passed a White House review 
ProPublica was the first to report on the amended regulation. Now, if you are looking for the communist regime to not pursue executions, I'll make a prediction. People currently on death row will most likely get a break. People arrested under federal guidelines when the domestic terrorism law is passed will be subject to federal executions. That is less a prediction than it is a common sense outcome of current behavior patterns. But that's okay because apparently 350 million Americans just don't care. Don't care. Now I'm going to reel that back in a little bit because there are people who are who care very deeply but are for whatever reason unable to do anything. So for example, you have the elderly, you have the disabled, you have people that are in compromising positions of public trust that must remain for lack of a better term, closet patriots. But that still leaves tens of millions of people that went to the Trump rallies and the MAGA rallies and the boat rallies and the caravans. And where are they? Where are the tens and hundreds of thousands and millions of people massing in the streets to protest what's happened here? Where are the tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people that are taking to the streets and protesting and defending themselves against terrorists like Antifa and BLM? Where are the tens and hundreds of thousands and millions of patriots who should be in the streets protesting that the republic has been hijacked our government is occupied. And honestly, it's too late now. It's too late. The window of opportunity has closed. So now we watch, we observe, we take two steps forward, one step back. For me, I will continue to post on Telegram and Gab. And I will continue to record these podcasts until they take me away. When that happens, I will hold my head up high and go to whatever punishment they deem appropriate, knowing in my heart that I did something for freedom, that I shared my faith and my patriotism the best way that I could without stopping, without ceasing, and when I got banned from social media, I popped up somewhere else. If you look at Gab and what's left of Twitter, it seems as though the Patriot movement has devolved into high school, where we trade memes of President and Melania Trump walking together. If you miss them, repost this. Pictures of... MAGA rallies, and the caption, I bet nobody has the guts to repost this. You're on Gab. Why wouldn't you repost it? Or better yet, why would you? It's an echo chamber. We are all talking to each other. 
arguing with each other, asking disingenuous questions. Why are they keeping the fences up in, the, in D.C.? It doesn't make any sense. Really? It doesn't? So, have you been paying attention at all to what's been happening since November 3rd? Do you know anything about countries that exist under communism? Have you spoken to anybody who has traveled outside the United States of America ever in their lives? Because most of us haven't. Most Americans have not left the border of this country ever in their lives. And people that travel will tell you that capital cities that have troops deployed and equipment, military equipment present, security measures such as fences and gates and barricades, those are the signs of a nation under tyranny, not a free country. The barricades are staying up for the same reason that Nancy Pelosi and Biden and Harris and Schumer and the rhinos support masks and social distancing and lockdowns. We are to be categorized. We are to be put in our place, literally. We are to be degraded equally across the board. And all of this is to ensure docility and compliance when the shit really hits the fan, which will happen very soon. Now, Vladimir Putin is nobody's fool. And he will follow his own counsel. He is going to liberate Ukraine. He has stationed thousands of troops and tanks on the border. NATO is a camel who sticks its nose under the tent, and Putin has told them to back off. Somebody on Gab asked me how long I thought it would take for him to liberate the EU. I don't think it would take long. I also think we're about to find out. No one will stand in Russia's way. China doesn't care about Ukraine. The United States, we're transforming and are not a threat to anybody any longer except for freedom-loving Christians in Syria and white patriots in the United States. The threat level in Europe for the military, for the U.S. military, has been raised to potential imminent crisis. They can knock the word potential off the front of that, save a couple of syllables, and get to the point. So on one side of the world, we have Putin preparing to liberate Ukraine. We have China preparing to enslave Taiwan. And the United States literally ripping itself apart at the seams and not making any attempt at all to make repairs. And the rest of the world is aghast and now left to fend for themselves under the yoke of tyranny that has spread from one corner of the earth to the other. Now, people haven't heard this because it's not getting any play. 
The Department of Justice has admitted that there's very little evidence to support January 6th sedition charges. They can't even manufacture false evidence that sticks. They're working on it, but they need to make it up because real evidence doesn't exist. However, they're not going to drop it. Same thing as Derek Chauvin. This poor man is, is going to suffer more than he already has. And so are we. George Floyd was not murdered by anybody but his own stupidity. The man ingested lethal doses of methamphetamine and fentanyl. He had a bad heart. He was going to die before Chauvin put his knee on Floyd's back. That's right, not on his neck, on his back. See, the photographs that we've been shown for the past year are from an angle that gives the impression Chauvin's knee is firmly planted in the back of George Floyd's neck. However, footage from a couple feet to the side show that Chauvin's knee was on Floyd's back. And he was on the ground at his request. They put him in the back of the police car. But in the throes of mania, he wanted to go lie down. They obliged him that. The entire case is a miscarriage of justice. And if Chauvin is acquitted, the riots will begin instantly, nationwide, starting in Minneapolis and working its way out to Chicago and Milwaukee, Detroit, Seattle, Washington, Portland, Oregon, all over the country. If Chauvin is convicted of manslaughter, which is really the only charge they could even pretend would apply, though it doesn't, there will be riots because the charge was the conviction wasn't for murder. Either way, when this trial wraps up, be on the lookout and be safe because these black nationalists and their woke, white, liberal traitors to their culture who support them are being allowed to do whatever they want. There have been a couple episodes of pushback by the quote-unquote authorities. However, by and large, the protests and riots will continue. This is Easter weekend. When Jesus was crucified, before he gave up his spirit, he had a moment of doubt, a moment of panic. Yet, in the midst of that, he still had faith. And his faith was rewarded by conquering death, resurrecting, transforming, and ascending. We all, in our celebrations, would do well to meditate and pray on strength and faith in the face of suffering and persecution. We are at that moment in time that as Christians we've been told about all of our lives. 
old-time Southern Baptist preachers were known as fire and brimstone because they would stand at the altar and pound the Bible as they made their points, calling out sin, condemning it, praying for the sinners, encouraging conversion, and warning the faithful. Our first commitment must be to our fellow Christians and to our families and to our friends and to our fellow patriots and to the Republic. This weekend especially, hold your loved ones close. Pray with them. Talk with them. Tell them that you love them. I pray a simple prayer for everyone. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Help us overcome the evil one, and lead us not to the test. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and your loved ones, and may God restore the Republic.